Hannah Hampton, and you're listening to HR After Hours. Well, salt my honey and call me nuts. How the hell are you today, <laughs> Hannah Hampton? I'm doing well. How are you? I am awesome. Good. I always love when you start our chats with some funny little mechism. So thank you for that. <laughs> I did. I actually had someone tell me they noticed that there was not a little opening last week. So I made it a point to do that this time around. Hey, give the people what they want. That's what she said. <laughs> so, Mick, I have a question for you. All right. Do you ever go on Reddit? Are you familiar with Reddit? Are you a fan of Reddit? Man, I am so nervous. I feel like this is such a loaded question right now. <laughs> uh, so I, I, I've been on Reddit. It's uh, I'm not very good at maneuvering around it. So <laughs> other than, you know, quote unquote, stumbling across some porn, I'm not in there very frequently. <laughs> so, uh, you know, Reddit, I'm, I'm new to it. It's not something that I've, I've got a lot of experience with. However, there there's pretty much people could post questions and opinions and whatnot. And there's a whole section uh, about human resources where people can post anything and everything about HR. And I came across a post where somebody was asking about HR professionals and if they would choose that career all over again. So I thought, yeah, so I thought it might be fun today to kind of do switch gears a little, be a little different and talk about how we got into human resources or recruiting or both and uh, to answer three questions about life working in human resources. So does that sound like it'd be fun today? Yes, uh, this could be pretty interesting because I am not prepared for this at all. I <laughs> sure that my boss does not listen to this episode. So yeah, let's give it a shot. Yeah, yeah. full disclosure, I didn't give you a heads up on it. So, you know, like I want to hear how you got into human resources. I can give you, if you want the quick and dirty version of how I got into it, I'm happy to share my story, but I'd really like to hear how, how you got into the world of HR. Well, as you know, Hannah, I A, always say ladies first, and B, anytime you tell me you got a dirty version, I'm all ears. So you go first <laughs> and I'll follow suit. Sure. Well, I uh, I went to school. I didn't study human resources in college. I think a lot of people assume that that's what my degree is in, but it's not. I actually have a degree in marketing. And I, you know, I'm not quite sure. I found it to be interesting. That's kind of why I picked it as a major. I wasn't quite sure what you could do with it. And I, like many, many new college grads, I, I graduated and got a job in sales. And I actually did sales for a number of years before I got into the world of human resources. And I, the last thing I did in sales was I sold an HR tool. So I spent my day talking to HR managers, HR directors, recruiters, and I, as I was having conversations about what they were dealing with, I realized I'm like, I want your job. So after some uh, reflection, I left my sales job with a goal of, of getting a job in human resources. And I did what I think is a, a, a good starting point for many individuals. I actually started my career in recruiting and got some recruiting experience under my belt. And with a goal of always, I always knew I wanted to be in the HR like generalist space. So that was ultimately my long-term goal. But 
you know, with a, with sales experience, I think that's something you have to have that sales personality to be somewhat successful in the recruiting space. So to transition from sales to recruiting, and then after a couple, well, a number of years of recruiting under my belt, I was able to secure a HR general role, and the rest, as they say, is history. You know, there is definitely a correlation between sales and guest service. And you do, I mean, you have to have uh, an outgoing personality or at least the ability to put up the facade of one to go into recruiting. HR, I think the good HR managers and generalists uh, definitely have that outgoing personality. It's not required. I've seen some okay HR managers that, you know, have the personality of a wet sack. But (laughs) I definitely agree that you have to have some sort of personality to, I think, be successful in both recruiting and human resources, but definitely in recruiting. Sure, absolutely. So that, you know, that's my story. What, how did you get into the world of, of HR? You know, I think there's an old video out there where it talks about almost no one like says, hey, I want to go into middle management and human resources. <laughs> but that was, I mean, I think our industry is much more than that today than yeah. it was in, in the early 2000s, late 90s. Uh, my story is a little similar. I went to school for business, didn't think at all, hey, I want to be a recruiter or an HR manager. I actually was planning on going into the family business, which was hospitality that we owned restaurants. And I did that. And um, then it became time to uh, sell the company business, had a very persistent buyer who Uh, We gave an insane dollar amount on what it would take to sell the business, and I think it was less than 24 hours from doing that. My dad gave me a call and said, so how do you feel about changing careers or looking for a new company? So so it ended up selling. So what I did was, and this was quite many, many moons ago, I actually used a hospitality recruiting agency and uh, thought I wanted to go, you know, stay in the hospitality industry and go on the corporate side and and see how quickly I could get up on the uh, executive level. And as I interviewed, I realized, uh, you know, I just kind of thought to myself, man, I don't want to work for any of these clowns. Um, I did it better than they're doing. And of course, I was I was in my 20s and I was very cocky. And as I just really wasn't feeling it, and as I went on a few interviews, it just so happened that that agency was expanding and they said, hey, you seem to have the personality to do what I'm doing. This was the recruiter I was working with. He's like, you want to give it a shot? Nice. Um, I think you'll be happier. And um, now this was before, you know, like today, so much recruiting is remote this was going getting up and driving downtown into an office and Mm -hmm. and uh that that's it i started on the agency side and then went to work for one of my clients after doing a a year of agency recruiting nice so my recruiting that i started with was definitely different than yours i actually worked in campus recruiting so i was trying to uh recruit people who were uh, graduating so it was not it was not your traditional, like, I didn't, it didn't do the full life cycle of recruiting. I hosted uh, events to attract candidates 
and I hosted the first two rounds of interviewing and then the final rounds were in their potential final, uh, you know, uh, working offices. So a little bit different. It was a lot of event planning, a lot of organization, a lot of resume and CV reviewing, but uh, definitely there's lots of different types of recruiting, which I don't think people, unless you're in the HR space or work on the hiring side, know about the different types of recruiting out there. But there's certainly, and like that could be another topic for another day. <laughs> you know, what's funny is I I did a lot of college recruiting with my my first in-house position, mm-hmm. and every once in a while I would get uh, a great turnout, and I did speaking to classrooms as well yeah. and things like that. But oh, yeah. sometimes I would be at these events. And uh, my table would only have like four or five people at it. And I'd look over and I'd see a table that had like 25 people. And then I'd look, and I'm like, hey, wait a minute, those are all guys. And then I'd realize there was some little hot blonde chick yeah. that was at the table. And I think that was probably you back in the day. <laughs> you are terrible. <laughs> oh, you know, um, whatever it takes. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, well, I'm so glad I got to hear your story and that our listeners got to hear, you know, how we got into our HR roles. So what I want to do is I'm going to ask you, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm picking and choosing the questions. I'm not going to read all of them out of Reddit, but I feel like there's a couple of questions that'll be good conversation. And, you know, certainly we'll mention this uh, again, but I'd love to hear from our listeners, you know, what, what questions would they have for a fellow HR professional or, you know, what, what are other things that people ask you about, you know, your world in HR? So certainly uh, let us know, but I'm going to go ahead and ask the first question. So, you know, this one is, is I, I think it's going to be about our perceptions uh, of what's out there. But the first question was, realistically, are there many HR jobs and opportunities? How would you describe the employment climate for HR today? And what are your predictions for the future? So, Mick, what are your what are your thoughts there? I definitely think there's a lot of opportunities out there on HR. And it's funny as I was just I was just having this conversation with my wife who is a recruiter and now HR professional. She's doing double duty. She started doing a coverage and now she's taken on the responsibilities um, because they made an offer she couldn't refuse. And we were talking about, and I think, I, and I don't want to jump ahead to another topic, but she was, you know, some of the things that she could do uh, as far as continuing her education, et cetera, are because HR is ongoing education, learning learning the laws, the compliance. Compliance, pieces. yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, there's always something. And, and I know we're going to talk in a, the next week or two about some of these upcoming uh, cha- state changes as far as certifications and um, sexual harassment and things like that. So there's all these things that are being policed and regulated and required of the HR professionals that really those that are solely do recruiting uh, aren't being held as accountable or putting those kind of hours and continuing their development. There are a lot of HR op- opportunities out there. So for somebody who's interested, I, I don't I don't see it in the future going anywhere as you know, yes, the there's the world of, of work is changing. And I think I read somewhere like in the year 2030, um, a good percentage of the jobs that will be out there are do not even exist in today's world. If you think about like 
the Ubers, the Lyfts, the uh, those type of of roles, they didn't, they weren't in existence 10, 15 years ago. So certainly, you know, the world of work is changing, but I don't see HR ever going anywhere, especially in the world that we live in today, where you have to protect your company, have the right policies in place to make sure there's no sexual harassment, no discrimination, people can grow, people can thrive. Uh, so I see, I personally see a lot of opportunity out there and still think it's a viable career opportunity for people who, who love this. Absolutely. I believe that, I mean, no matter, you know, like the shift, like the, the elimination of big box retail and things like that, it's creating more of that online shopping and demand. So you're having a huge boom in the logistics industry. And that is definitely a segment that requires, uh, you know, HR support. Mm -hmm. And it's funny is I do think where there is a shift coming in, I think it's kind of actually a shift back is you just mentioned protecting the brand and the company. And that's how, you know, that's a big part of what we do. But I do believe the logistics industry can be a pretty harsh industry that there is going to be a definite need there to protect the associates and the team members. Yeah. And that's that's just one, you know, that's just one industry. And I feel, you know, as things move to the internet, yeah, I, I work for, you know, I work at kind of in the tech space. So, and certainly HR is important in the tech space. So no matter, I, that's one thing I love about HR is it's not industry specific. You're not stuck in one industry. And I certainly have a background where I've worked in different, many different uh, industries. And of course, like I've, I've determined what I like and what I don't like. And we'll touch on that in a few, you know, in one of the next questions we talk about. But I, that's the one thing I think is great about HR is it is not industry specific. So if an industry does go away, you still have opportunities in other new upcoming industries because as companies need people, I feel like they'll always need, you know, putting the human and human resources, they're always going to need people. So I, st- I do think, you know, my predictions for the future are it's strong in the HR world and I do not see it going away in the near term. No, and I do believe that the HR skill set is mm-hmm. more transferable into multiple industries than recruiting because with recruiting they expect you to have sure. a pipeline and a knowledge of specific people so it's a tougher change where with hr it's about knowing you know the like the requirements and and what you have to do to protect the company or brand and it is definitely much easier to switch industries and mm-hmm. stay in hr than recruiting sure Sure. So let me get to the next question. So we stay on task. Are you, and this is, again, there, there are multiple questions within the question. So just to help, help keep uh, the conversation going, are you satisfied with your work in HR? What aspects do you like or dislike about your job? And does it allow you to have a good work-life balance? My transition from recruiting into true HR took place in what Basically, I was hired as a recruiter with HR responsibilities, Mm -hmm. and I loved the opportunity to learn more Mm -hmm. on the HR side. And I, you know, there's sometimes that I love it, Mm -hmm. and there are things I miss sometimes, and that I would always do. And I think I'm already missing the point of the question, but um, I do. I definitely would 
go back into HR as long as recruiting was a part of it. But I, I like the perfect pair because I could leave recruiting to somebody else and I love the other aspects. So, you know, one of these days we're just going to have to work together again. <laughs> right. Absolutely. But I, I, I would I would definitely go, I, I would not change my career. I love recruiting and I would welcome HR responsibilities because I did enjoy yeah. Um, especially when you when you were able to help someone or you were able to stop yeah, a, a bad situation from getting worse. Um, and I love the the retention part and the employee engagement part. Oh, That's what I miss it. about HR the most is, you know, I work so hard on making sure I pay, I select the right people for the job yeah. and that they'll stay because yeah, by the talent piece, but not being able to do anything once they're on board. Um, mm-hmm. Like when they call me with a problem and, you know, sometimes I'll overstep my bounds and reach out to people and go, hey, so-and-so is having this issue. And sometimes that's received well as, wow, thanks for giving me the heads up. And sometimes it's looked at as, hey, dude, you get back over on your side of the fence and let us worry about that. Yeah. Well, I'd say, you know, it's funny. I So the aspects of I love HR and I do love what I do. I'm, I'm very satisfied in my work. But I would say, you know, the question they ask about work-life balance. I current my current role, I have great work-life balance. I have no concerns there. But I have had in the past where I've been in an HR uh, regional role, so lots of travel, and you're that business partner. You're on call quite a bit, and you know, having the um, multiple business partners, my work-life balance. Uh, I I was not able to balance as well in that role. So I would say, you know, to somebody who's considering a career in HR. Uh, it, it tr- the work-life balance truly depends on what type of role you're taking. I, um, you know, I, I truly feel that if you are in a role where it's regional, so you have to go to multiple cities throughout your weeks, it can be hard to balance that because you're spending, you know, a couple nights a week in hotel rooms. You're away from your your family, your loved ones, whoever might that be. So I uh, I did that for a good number of years, and it, it, at first it was like, oh, so cool, I get to travel, I love this. And then the glamour quickly goes away, and it's the reality of of, of traveling and being away from home and living out of a suitcase. So I am very happy in my work life balance of not doing that and. Uh, really getting to focus on, I, I, I'm in a true, I'm, I'm in a manager role right now, but it's a true generalist where I get to work on everything from benefits to comp, to payroll, to engagement, to, uh, you know, the assessment cycle, anything and everything. And I, I certainly, I love getting my hands in all of that. So that's, that's, uh, that's how I feel about that. Do you have any other comments on work-life balance or what you'd like or dislike before we move on to the next question? I think the longer you do it, you do control your work-life balance more. Of course. Um, but as far as the travel piece, I traveled for 16, 17 years. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Travel did change after 9-11 and wasn't, you know, became, you know, a little tougher yeah. and not as rewarding or fun. And as they started packing us in like sardines and planes where I used to have a whole row to myself and things like that. But I will tell you. My wife has made it very clear that she would not be mad if I were to start traveling more frequently again. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. (laughs) Okay, so uh, let's get to the last question here. And I feel like this is a really interesting question. So the question is, do you regret doing human resources? If yes, what would you have done instead? If no, are there any other careers that you think you would have pursued if not HR? 
I I I don't regret HR at all. Me either. Uh, I definitely Say don't regret that, me either. <laughs> Absolutely. I I I love our field. I love the people we we meet. If hell, if it wasn't for HR, you and I would have never met because that was when I was in an actual HR yes. role. You know, I know there are times where you also wish I'd go away for a while, but. Well, what else would I have done? Uh, I don't know that I definitely think there's much more of a chance that I would have spent the rest of my life in HR and recruiting than I would have in the hospitality industry, uh, especially with the, the changes today. And, um, you know, I still had a semi-retirement plan of opening a little bistro somewhere, and there is absolutely no way I would own a restaurant today. So mm-hmm. I am glad that the change was forced upon me, so to speak, over just, you know, fortunate circumstances. And uh, what else would I have possibly done? Well, like I said, I don't think I'd make it in hospitality. And um, my adult acting career fizzled pretty quickly. So I I don't know what I would have done. What about you? What else would you have done? Well, I'm going to make a, you know, comment first. So somebody, I was having a conversation with somebody at work and I asked them, I said, what's, tell me what's your dream role. I really wanted to hear, and this is somebody who's very high performing, has a great, you know, reputation. I wanted to hear about, you know, the dream role and just so I can align that with something, you know, if, if it's something we could provide to them. So then this individual looks at me and said, well, I kind of want to ask you the same question, but I feel like HR, that is your dream role. He's like, at least the way that you seem. And I started laughing. I'm like, you don't understand how much of a compliment that is because number one, I absolutely love being in human resources. I love what I get to do. And I'm so glad that, that you see that through me because I think that's, um, I'm really just happy that people are able to to take that just from how I, I act at work, how, you know, and I'm act. Like I'm totally myself at work, but I it made me really happy. So, you know, I don't at all regret going into HR. It was one of the best decisions I ever made. Now, other careers. So I, you know, this is something I really haven't thought about. I have a degree in marketing and I think I, you know, I thought that marketing was super cool. And I have to say, this is gonna make me sound totally nerdy, but one and one of my favorite things, and I don't even know if this would be in 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 marketing, but I always loved the random product placements that I would spot in movies. And I'm like, I think it'd be so cool to be like a brand manager to like get my product placed into movies. So I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying that that's what I would have done, but being a brand manager sounds cool or doing something within the advertising realm. I'm the type of person who love to, I love to make up little jingles and kind of silly stuff like that. So you know, I'm not saying I'd be any good at it, but it sounds like something that would be fun and kind of aligns with my personality. Um, I think the first time I really noticed it was Reese's Pieces in the movie E.T. Yeah, that, well, that was the big, like, that was the first, like, major uh, push from a company to, you know, that was the first time that was really done kind of uh, on purpose. So that is, you know, because I remember studying that in college that was the first time that that happened and then it became a huge deal. And like when I saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I was cracking up because there was a point in a mo- in the movie where they had like a big stack of Coca-Cola bottles and I'm like, fight scene brought to you by Coca-Cola. <laughs> you know what's hilarious about that is that Quentin Tarantino in his earlier movies, he actually made up 
some of the brands that were placed throughout the movies because yeah. he hated product placement so much. So yeah, his uh, red apple cigarettes or whatever it is. Which red is apple cigarettes, in, and there's in a movies. yep, and there's a commercial that's at, after the credits in Once Upon a Time in America or no, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Hollywood. Totally different mm-hmm. movie there. And um, yeah, in the Big Kahuna Burger. What other questions do we have? Is that it for us? That's it. Holy that is sh- it. Those were the questions. Do you have any other topics uh, along that line or any other questions that you would you would ask? No, you know, the only thing I would say, and I don't remember if this is one of the questions earlier. I didn't take my ADD meds this morning. Um, but throughout, as far as some choices in my career in HR, the one thing I would change is when I got that opportunity, I, I did attend um, quite a few courses and did some online research, but I didn't do enough. If I had even kept up with some of my certifications and training after I went back into straight recruiting, uh, because I did really enjoy that part. So that's something did I you, did. You get your certifications? Did you have yes. like a PHR? Mm-hmm. Yes. Because gotcha. uh, I, I have a PHR and I have the Shermed CP and I definitely, I continue to do the activities to keep it up. And I've had it now for almost almost a decade. It's really close to that. Uh, but it's something that it's funny because I think, oh, maybe I'll just, I'll retake the test or I'll go for the S, you know, the senior, the SPHR or the SHRM SCP. But at this point, I'm like, you know what? I do enough activities to keep it up. I'm just going to keep with this uh, certification until uh, I change my mind. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. You should go into HR so you can be just like Mick Danzig and Hannah Hampton. <laughs>